Hello, everyone. I am Heather Roberts, and this is For Book's Sake. Oh, my God. I Okay, I am Veronica Adams, and I am also a human popsicle today. I cannot... <laughs> Heather and I are having opposite experiences. She's she's a little hot today. I'm I a little hot today. freezing cold, so... Uh, That's the beanie. In the office today. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, listen, I got the fingerless gloves on too. Okay. Oh like, my I'm not, gosh. I'm not you're, messing around. You're frozen. You're so frozen. Just like that. So. You know, it happens. It happens. It's not even that cold oh. here. It's just you know, we I'm cold. I'm cold hearted. You're you're cold hearted. We're gonna be a little cold hearted too. No, we're not. We're gonna be as as cold hearted as this situation requires that's what i'm going to say we are say. the appropriate temperature for the topic yes. we're going to discuss today right. hot i'm cold between the two of us <laughs> excuse me <clears throat> okay so here's here's what's going on the the topic today is how not to influence influencers <laughs> and I feel like we can learn things. I would certainly hope that no author would think it's appropriate to do what this author has done. But but an author did think it was appropriate. But an author thought it was appropriate. So here we are. This is why we can't have nice. Yeah, things. This is it. So we are talking about J.D. Barker. Yes. He is a New York Times and international bestselling author. He has mystery thriller guy, right? Mystery thriller guy. I've never read JD, so I don't know I have about not either. books. I have neither, not either. He's a frequent collaborator with James Patterson. Okay. He is has a literary agency that he works with. Okay. He has a publicity firm that is uh, well known in the industry that he is a client of. Um, they represent very, you know, very well-known authors uh, of a particular caliber, as well as um, even small presses, or or they are the marketing wing, essentially outsourced uh, of some pretty well-known uh, presses, right? That you would recognize. You can you can Google. They have this. clout and standing in the industry. <laughs> Correct. I am not going to drop their names because they have not done anything wrong in this situation, and I imagine that Mr. Barker may not be a client of theirs soon because according to their website, they very much uh, are values driven and are committed to nurturing relationships and being good literary citizens. <clears throat> and what, what was done here does not seem to coincide with their values that are, that are on their website. He also spells their name wrong on his website. So that's fun. Okay, so that's fun. JD. <clears throat> I know. So James, I believe his name is is James. Oh, I'm sorry. No, it's not. It's Jonathan. Yes. Jonathan, Jonathan Dylan, Barker. Dylan Barker. That is correct. I'm sorry. JD, Jonathan Dylan. Okay. Oh, three names in there and you're an infamous. Yes, Jonathan Jackson, Dylan Barker. Killer. So what did Jonathan do? Okay, so Jonathan... <laughs> From his from his email account, Gmail account. Okay, so this is I want to be very clear here. He sent out an email that essentially propositions book talk influencers. Yes. And uh presents a payment structure that if you know you get this, I think it's view based, 
if you get this many views or, you know, et cetera, et cetera, you're going to get paid this much amount and on and on. It's to promote his upcoming release. Okay. So nothing wrong about this so no, far, this, right? This, this is very, very above board and common in today's book market. Yes. Uh, the problem herein lies in that he presents a variety of suggested videos of what the influencer <coughs> could do to promote this spicy book that he has coming out. They were suggestive suggestions, weren't they? They were very suggestive suggestions. One, yeah. many, all of them risque. All of them risque. Some of them with um, levels of nudity involved. No, I, I, I mean, yes, he should stop. But uh, yeah, <laughs> this... Yeah. So like one of them was to Jonathan. Yeah. Sex work is legitimate work now. If you want sex work, go pay a sex worker. Correct. And it should be clear that the the people who were propositioned, the book pop talkers who were propositioned, um, all appear to be young women. Of course they are. Uh who Because he's a creepy 50-year-old dude. Yes. Who have a certain aesthetic. Who His type. Uh, his, or the yeah. type of the character that he probably, you know, whatever. The creepiest part of this. this is so gross. I mean, there's many creepy parts of this. But one of the creepiest part to me is that uh, you had to, as an influencer, do this video and then send it to him for approval prior to posting. Approval. <laughs> So he would be getting these partially nude videos in his inbox that he then had to review and approve. Can I say spank bank? Is that okay? Yeah. Because that's where these videos were going. 100%. Like, you don't... mm. Yeah. So it has then, in in the initial email that was sent out, it... um, it says, you know, his whole little bio or whatever. And it says that he is the co-founder of something or a founding member or something to that effect. I actually have the language. I took a screenshot of it. I can pull it up. Heather's got the receipts. I always have the receipts. I go and dig. Because I was like, I can't find where this says this, right? Right. Every, and yet, so I finally dug deep enough where somebody had posted the the screenshot of where yeah, it said yeah, this. Yeah. So... He um, co-founded, at at the very least, the company. People are calling it a PR firm. I'm not calling it a PR firm because it's really not. He co-founded Best of Book Talk is what it's called. It's like a book talk promo platform. (laughs) Correct. That connects authors and publishers with book talk influencers. Okay. Offers their books for review uh, to book talk influencers. And... That's who initiated this email. Both emails were sent from, they're saying it came from his email address, but okay. So here, here's what I think. He's saying the book talk platform promo company is responsible. Yes. For the gross emails, but the book talkers who received the gross emails say the email came from his personal email account. Right. And then he apparently co-founded this company that sent out that is responsible. He's so he's, thro- he's throwing his own business investment here under the bus. To yes. Try and salvage his reputation because he got caught being gross on the yes. internet. 
he's saying, you know, oh, well, I, I, it should, it's on me at the end of the day, but I should never have allowed someone access to my email account, you know, this, this company, whatever. And so as a PR company, right, like as a marketing firm in this yeah. industry, I'm thinking, how could this have happened? Like, I'm thinking logistics, yeah. right? Yeah. And so I've done, I, I was doing a deep dive to see, like, did this come from a personal Gmail? Like, how did this go out, right? It appears <laughs> that it came from, it was like a newsletter. Okay, Veronica. So it had at the bottom, like, you know, copyright, best of book, book talk, you know, here's our, here's uh, our address, right? Yeah. So it came from an actual newsletter server. Okay. Okay. So as somebody who uses one of those, all you need to do to be from a personal email account is to change the personal email account in the sender portion of that newsletter server. Right. So it's likely coming from the best of book talk mailing list, newsletter list, but just appearing that it's coming from him. So it appears more personal. Does that make sense? Yeah, totally. Are, I you, are you following me? Yes. So that's how these influencers are very confused. They're like, it came from your personal Gmail. Sort of. It sort of did. He allowed them because you have to, uh, you know, you have to validate your email on right, that. Right. Uh, on that newsletter list. It's a whole verification and authentication. Right. It's not like you can just plug anybody's email in there. So he allowed for the verification of his email to be used in this way, which doesn't surprise me being as how he is the co-founder or or co-owner or whatever. Honestly, his email may have been the first account associated with the newsletter platform before they bought a domain and set up all of the domain email addresses. Yes. For their book talk promo platform. Right. So that's how that happened. Yeah. I'm I'm confident right. in saying that that's how that happened. The follow-up quote-unquote apology, which isn't really an apology, blames someone else, which right. is so The, the apology amounted to nothing more than, yo, this probably was a little too cringe, but also it's not my fault. Correct. Okay. I, I've paid... P- I've have other PR companies and PR firms doing things on my behalf. I should have looked at this, yes, but other suggestions were in there. But the person who finalized the email took out all the other suggestions and just left in the risque ones. What, what do we have to do as a culture to start getting people to take radical accountability for their fuck ups? I'm serious. I'm yeah. Like it. This is maddening. You were a grown it's, man. Yeah. A grown man. And my other thought and problem with this, I've, I've, I've many, right? Right. But as we're diving into best of book talk, it's bestofbooktalk.com, my friends, which by the way, you really can't find in Google. Like if you Google it, it does not pop up in anything, what's, which what's tells me their SEO it? is terrible. Okay. Um, <laughs> so if you type in best of book talk and you own bestofbooktalk.com, it should be popping on the first page. I'm just saying. So as a quote unquote marketing firm, you're, you're terrible at your SEO marketing. Just throwing that out there. Also on their website, they advertise only one thing. Okay. So they, they advertise, they have a a newsletter list that you can sign up as a, influencer if right. you want to receive book opportunities in your inbox okay so they're just blasting people when they get somebody to pay them for a service yes 
And then they only advertise one service. It's $69, which. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's so I'm I'm confident he made that up. It's $69 for you for you as an author right. to pay for your book to be sent out to their 2,000 influencers. However, it's advertised that your book will be sent out in a book funnel link to these influencers for them to download to potentially review, right? Okay. And promote. It's like an, an ARC review service. Yeah. Which is totally legitimate in this industry. Sure, sure. But also not what JD did. <laughs> not, he not, not emailed. Even close. It's not, not, even, not close even close to what he did. So they are not advertising the service that he has used this list for. So these influencers have come to Best of Book Talk, signed up for this <clears throat> newsletter for these ARC review opportunities or these yes. post-release review opportunities, perhaps. I don't know how, you know, maybe it's pre-release, maybe it's post-release, who knows? Maybe they do both. But like, review opportunities, because they have a book talk platform. Yes. Who doesn't love a free book? Free in the sense that you still have to review it in exchange for receiving it. But yes. They're literally just there for these review opportunities and all of a sudden they're getting propositioned. Yes. So what it says as their services, so book talk influencers, like, okay, let me get down to the nitty gritty. We sift through the latest publications, find the best of the best and put a copy in your hands for free. All we ask in return is that you review, that you review the book if, if you like it, of course. Right? Okay, fair. To participate, simply supply your email address with the registration link. That's at, you know, signing up to their yeah. newsletter list. That's it. When our next title is available, you'll receive a description of the book with a download link. There's no commitment. Only download the titles you feel will work with your audience. Which is very valid. And then for publishers, titles, easy. titles are distributed through secure links and cannot be duplicated or shared. Each link is valid for a single download to ensure only the intended recipient receives a copy of your book. You know, to get started, click here. And yeah. if you click in a little bit further, it says that they use BookFunnel, which is totally legitimate. Right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Sure. So for $69, reach more than 2,000 BookTok influencers with millions of followers. If your title is selected by our librarians, you will receive an invoice and the date your promo will run Within 48 hours of submission, if you choose not to participate, simply disregard the invoice. So you are only attaching the JPEG cover of the ebook. So I imagine if they pick you, they're going to send you an invoice, ask for the mm -hmm. EPUB, yep. and send it out to their newsletter list in a book funnel certified art campaign. That is not what our friend Mr. Barker did. So he's misusing the list as, yeah, yeah. you know, people signed yeah. up to receive one the, thing. These, and these book talkers signed up specifically to do one thing and now they're getting hit up to do sexy videos to promote <laughs> his book specifically yes. on a pay for performance scale. So like the more views or the sexier the video is, the more they were going to pay. Or just the more I, it, views. I think the more views. I think it okay. was view based. Uh, I the can sexiness was just suggested. I can certainly pull up the receipts and we can uh, 
we can look. <laughs> Bottom line, this is so gross. And I feel bad it's for these influencers. Like, I feel so bad for them. I mean, what? What? Also, there's now, you know, little things on um, on the Book of Faces. Yes. Uh, where they uh, are talking about other authors are saying, we know that my book is listed on this, in, in a graphic, essentially, on this website. Yeah. And I have never used this company. And just, you know. Stop. Oh, yeah. They're making the appearance that certain authors have used the company when they have not, in fact, used the company service. Yes. I will say that the, that image is off their website right now because I'm on their website looking at poking around again and it is not there anymore. It's funny how things change. Mm-hmm. Because one of the authors was Jennifer L. Armentrout. Oh. And she was like, you know, no, um, absolutely sure. not. I've already contacted my publisher to, you know, and my agent and everybody right. that have handles my someone things. Someone with legal take care of this and have yes. my cover image removed from this website. So I have no yeah. doubt that that is why that image was removed and why it's not there any longer. JD! Mm-hmm. JD, we don't do this. Because, I mean, Jennifer does not play and nor should she this no. is her brand this is of her course. image it also had colleen hoover hoover's books on there of course it did it was like an it was like an image graphic that was like the best of book talk and like had a bunch of very popular book talk books right of course, of course. they didn't say they worked with these authors but it gave the no, appearance but if you use the visual representation correct. of the author's work the inference is correct they have correct. partnered with you yes and uh, that that image is now off the website. It's now this like really blank, gray, very innocuous image of like. Why can't uh, they just put up all of JD's book covers? He's been pretty right? prolific, right? Yeah, they should, shouldn't they? I bet that whoever is uh, partnering with him on this is not really pleased. I would imagine not. He's apparently deleting comments on his TikTok page. <laughs> Oh my god! We got god. a real mature man on our hands here. We sure do. Why do men? Why do men? Not it's... all men, though, right? Like not all men, but also why do men? Well, it, right. It's not all men. I think we can all agree with this, but it's oftentimes all women. Mm. So it's usually all women. Yeah, <laughs> that have to deal with this type of actual bullshit. That's a good point. That's so, I mean, I every woman I know has had to deal with something like this, something creepy in their right. entire life. So, yeah. Well, and <clears throat> I think that this persists because men who can and, and should speak up and hold their fellow men accountable for shit like this. Yeah. Oftentimes, just don't. Yeah, like, they wouldn't do it, but they also won't say anything about it. Right. They just let it. Oh, yeah, he's, you know, whatever. Right. Or it doesn't affect them, right? Because they're not women with book talk right. influencer accounts. Right. And someone made a very good point. How did he know 
that the people that he propositioned were all over the age of 18. It's an excellent point. Because now you're soliciting minors for racy material. Oh, God, can you imagine? Like, that hadn't even crossed my mind yet. But if, like, the list included Mm -hmm. anybody under 18 or 17, maybe, depending on where they're at in the world. Yeah. Really gross. Disgusting. So, I mean, we can pull many lessons away from this because multiple lessons. One, I think, for all authors to take away is that you cannot misuse the list that you are given the privilege of stewarding. Yes. So if you have told your people who have signed up. For anything. Whatever it is they've signed up for. Yes. If you've told them that this is the purpose of this list and this is why you're signing up for it and I'm going to email you for it. You can't then just change what you're using that list Mm -hmm. for. Right. Without their permission. You can send them an email. Start a new pen name and start writing in a different genre. You cannot just newsletter blast your first author business's subscribers with the the new pen name. And, you know, I mean, you You can't, you can say, introduce the new pen name as the old pen name. You can't just wake up one day and start writing new books and email the old subscribers like, hey, you're on this list now. Right. Like if it's totally different. Right. If it's tangential, if you're still writing in the other thing, you know, like, oh, now I'm writing in this genre also, you know, that's fine. But if you just decide to like change your pen name, change your genre, change the whole bit, then you have to give them heads up and be like, if you want to unsubscribe, here's the largest button you've ever seen in your life. Please do so here. The the better thing to do is to actually just email them as the person they have signed up to have contact with and be like, hey, I would love it if you opted in. Check this out. Yes, exactly. Here's the sign up. That is the better way to do it. Yep. So you you cannot abuse your lists. No. You have to be very careful when you've done things, you know, when you collect people's data and how you're using it and emailing them. Well, and you know, we we have seen over the years people stealing lists all the time, right? Oh my god, it happened last week. There was a new author, new author, who clearly purchased a list from someone and was emailing um there was an author who posted on Facebook that she was emailed at her private personal email address that she literally never uses to sign up for anything book related. So she used that to communicate with somebody about a bill or a service or something. Something. And it got scraped or collected or sold mm -hmm. or transferred when it shouldn't have. Yes. And so this author clearly purchased a list from someplace. I'd be going back to that email account to see who in the book world I had ever emailed with that address. Yeah. They would also be on my shit list. Oh, 100%. Selling my information or sharing it without my authorization. So don't do that either. Yeah, please don't. Don't do that. Please don't. You are the you are the steward of these addresses. So use your lists very carefully. And then also, what are you putting out into the world? Would you be fine? Like, please have somebody look at this stuff. Like, my, what's so frustrating is he has good representation. <laughs> He has somebody that he can email and be like, hey, is this a good idea? And they would say, fucking no. Right. Like, we we need to tweak this. But he didn't utilize 
any of those resources that he had at his disposal. He seems like a I know best kind of guy based on Mm -hmm. all of the evidence here. So that doesn't really surprise me. He does have his own podcast uh, as well. That's what his TikTok is of. It's just all podcast stuff. Gotcha. Um, Writer's Life, I think is what it's called. Yeah, I I did check out the channel before we sat down to chat today. And it did not seem like there was much of interest happening there relevant to our discussion. Very little traffic, very little engagement. Yeah, not very little followers even. So for somebody that is leaning into, I mean, who who knows? Yeah, it didn't have that many posts on it. He's not getting huge view counts. He seems to just be using it to push his podcast, which, hey. He's he's sold a lot of books. I'm surprised the podcast isn't taking off, but. Right. I I mean, it could be. I I don't know. I, I didn't look into the podcast stats. Sure. But also, I'm not begrudging any of those ventures, right? Right, Like, that's you're allowed to do all those things. What you're not allowed to do is proposition women on the internet in a creepy and just predatory way. That's what it is. It's a predatory behavior. It's gross. It's disgusting. Yeah. So, like... Here's what I don't understand. The claim that the book talk promo platform people were responsible for this email being as creepy as it was. Mm-hmm. And yet the insistence in that creepiness that he was going to personally review every video. Like, can you can can you help us understand, Jonathan? JD? Yeah. Like. Yeah, Jonathan, what was going on there? <clears throat> Were you going to have a team review it? Let who me, else is behind? Let me tell you, as someone who sends emails frequently to third parties on behalf of authors, I don't use language like that unless the author has explicitly told me to. Correct. Correct. Just saying. Oh, he has his media uh-huh. on his website is gone. His media used to say his media page on his website Used to link to his uh, PR company and his representation and all of that. It is not there right now. JD, see what you've done. Mm-hmm. What a mess. Let's see. Um, appearance request. Does it still say? Nope. Not there on appearance request either. Mm-hmm. I just did a refresh and it says page not found. Actions have consequences. This is why we don't treat people like sex objects or proposition them in a pay-for-play promo scheme. He now only has about books, book club, and question and answer on his on his little meet on his mm-hmm. head header on the website. Yeah. Used to be media, um, appearance requests, like all sorts of stuff. Look at this girl with the deets, guys. I am nothing if not a thorough internet. My God, <laughs> though. The, the it, things, the things that this, the, the things that Heather has dug up over the years, both, both in, in our business relevant to the work we do and just, you know, personal things from personal yeah. life stuff. She's a sleuth, you guys. If it's She's on the sleuth. internet, if it's public information yeah. and even sometimes if it. it's behind a paywall, I will find it. She will. I am not above going on Pacer and paying a couple dollars to find the information I need in a legal case. Yes. 
I have a sign case in. or login. God, I don't think about that very often. <laughs> I have one. Yeah, I still have an active don't we, one. Don't we both? <laughs> don't we both? But yeah, that's he's making some he's scrambling. He's making changes to the to the website. He should be. He should be. And Absolutely. I'm glad the community is holding him accountable for his gross behavior. Like people just deserve to be treated with the baseline amount of respect. And this is disgusting on multiple levels. I'm just highly amused that at the beginning, 28 minutes ago, when we started this podcast, that his promotion publicity firm and literary agency were listed very proudly on his website. And now 28 minutes later, (laughs) it's page not found. In the span of time we've been talking, just gone. Page not found. See ya. Uh, I'm glad I called that out at the beginning. I feel very validated. I just didn't realize it was going to happen this quickly. No. It's Friday. They're probably trying to bury it. Yeah. Well, there's that. You know. I mean. People got things to do. If if this is why. football this weekend. What else is happening in the world? I I know. know. It is is the Friday news dump, right? Yeah. I will say. Bury the story on a Friday afternoon. I guarantee that his contracts with these companies, these legitimate companies have some type of clause in them that relate to author behavior and them allowing them to terminate a morality clause or some other. Yeah. We, we have one on be very transparent about that. We have one. Absolutely. And, um, we have always reserved the right to immediately terminate our work with an author who behaves badly. And that's within our sole discretion because sometimes you can find yourself in a sticky wicket and it's something that you can get out of. It's something that you can work your way through, I think is a better way to say it. And you need some, you know, actual PR assistance in writing up press releases, statements, things like Mm -hmm. that. And there are situations where we have been absolutely ready to stand by our clients and help them through difficult situations. 100%. So it's not like if you find yourself in hot water, we're immediately right. going to pull the morality but clause. Let, let's just be clear. If you're working with 1852 Media and you proposition influencers for sexy videos, we're going to just tell you to, you know, try not to let the door hit your ass on the way out. Correct. Right? Yes. That does not align with our values. That's no. not something that we feel that we can stand next to you through. Well, okay. Not only that, but also... Influencers, promoters, and book reviewers are our bread and butter. And as much as we love our authors, we really love our promotional partners more because we couldn't do what we do without them. We couldn't. So if you're going to hurt the relationship we have with those people, you are not for our company. Right. They need to trust us. They need to trust that we've vetted, you know, appropriately, that we have, that we are offering quality books, that we are offering you know, authors who are wonderful human beings. We're a safe space for them to review honestly if they don't yes. like a book and they want to be truthful about what didn't resonate or that we're just not going to be gross and inappropriate when we're asking them for specific forms of partnership. Like, right. we respect their time and the fact that a lot of them have monetized their channels and that they need Proud to of them for it. Absolutely. And also that they don't have to take off their clothes in no. order to work with our authors. And if an if an influencer wanted to take off their clothes and work it. with our author our authors, Please. I'm all for it. Be as but sexy as you want to be. That's their choice. As long as you're choosing it, not Correct. being incentivized to do it with money or 
proposition to do it when you've never put out that content before. Right. If, if you're not comfortable doing it, right? Like right. That's, that's the bottom line. If it's your choice, great. I, I right. don't want to make it sound like we're yucking that or, you know, no. belittling it because we're not. We're not. The, this situation is that people who don't produce that content were propositioned to yeah. do that content for a male author who is now writing some type of a steamy book. Right. Right. No, that's no. And he misused his email list to do it and then blamed his own company. How many bridges can you light on fire at one time? <sighs> boy, boy. So, yes, friends, let's let's take something from this and learn from it. And e- even if it's not something this egregious, because I feel that this is very egregious. This is Yeah, this is very egregious. But. Also, a lesson to take away is just to be mindful of what you are sending out to influencers. Think about it. Ask some people before you send it out. Don't just, you know, think about these things ahead of time. This could have saved him a huge promotional nightmare. And uh, this is not a situation where all good publicity or all publicity is good publicity. No. It's not. Oh, alas. All right. I think... I think that's it for today. I think Is that it? was enough. I think that was enough, right? Like that's <coughs> enough. Yeah. Well, we've learned some lessons. We have. <laughs> Hopefully he has. I doubt it though. Because once again, we'll be back here again. No doubt. Well, it's just always like. It always seems to happen. It's always something. It's always something. Somebody out there behaving badly, doing things you shouldn't do to people. Yep. Just very frustrating. Oh, JD. I know. I know. All right, guys. Well, hopefully next week (laughs) we will have a little bit more um, of a, I don't know. Who knows, right? Like, honestly, for like some uplifting content. That's what I'm thinking. We need some uplifting content. I wish I could promise it. (laughs) I wish I could promise it, but we'll see. We'll see. (sighs) Oh, boy. All right, guys. Until next time. Until next time. time.